This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hour two of the program. Thanks for listening tonight. Glad you're here. Saints and the Jets on Saturday in their third preseason tune-up. We'll talk more about that. We'll talk more about potential roster cutdowns. Our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll at WWL.com right now. Which of the receivers on the roster is leak, least likely to make the final 53? Austin Carr, Keith Kirkwood, Emmanuel Butler, L.J. Humphrey. You might have two of those guys making the roster. Might have two. Not going to have three with the way this numbers game is working. That means a couple, two, three receivers are going to be playing on NFL rosters elsewhere because you're not sneaking the guys that don't make the Saints final roster from that group onto their practice squad. They'll be scooped up by waivers by a slew of teams in a heartbeat. Cast your vote at WWL.com or the Radio.com app. We'll keep an eye there. A little later this hour, we'll also recap what happened today in the Little League World Series. Again, Louisiana, the team just outside of New Orleans in River Ridge, they 10-run shutout, the team for Virginia, so they have advanced into the United States Championship game that'll be tomorrow at 2.30. It's pretty special stuff. But right now, it's time to go inside NFL training camp. And let's bring on in Jay Skursky, who covers the Bills for buffalonews.com, at Jay Skursky on Twitter. Jay, what's going on tonight? Oh, not too much. Thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, let's start with um, – well, I usually start with the quarterback. But what I want to know here first is uh, Ed Oliver, who was really a topic of hot discussion. I mean, of course, he, he sat out most of the season at Houston. Everybody knew he was going to be a top draft pick. He was in Buffalo. How's he looked? He, you know, he's looked great. I mean, it took him about all uh, two or three training camp practices to uh, – enter the starting lineup and he's uh he's been a mainstay there ever since and and i think you know bills fans are legitimately excited about what ed oliver can bring to this defense and you know you look at you know he's brought in to replace kyle williams a louisiana guy big shoes to fill and he has stepped in right away and and i think you know there's a there's a reason to be excited about what ed oliver can bring to this defense when you look at what he was able to do at houston you know, three-time All-American. Um, you know, as I said, I mean, he he might be a little bit undersized for his position, but he is. Uh, you know, he he's been as advertised, I guess, as the ninth overall draft pick. You know, there was a lot expected of him, and it until this point, he's lived up to that. You know, he was kind of a guy that Sean McDermott's trying to rebuild this defense around. Sean McDermott, for those who don't know, he was on Ron Rivera's staff in Carolina and helped Ron really mold those Carolina defenses during his tenure there's some of the best in the NFL is he trying to make this kind of a Carolina 2.0 with great defense and you know a quarterback and an offense that kind of can play off of that Jay yeah I think that's fair to say I mean you look at Ed Oliver is filling kind of that K1 short role from Carolina and then you know at linebacker you look at Tremaine Edmonds the Bills second year linebacker as trying to be that Luke Keekley type and the you know the secondary here in Buffalo is really really strong that was a a, sort of a staple of uh, Sean McDermott's defenses in Carolina, but you're right. 
And, you know, I, I think the, the big comparison, though, when you talk about Carolina to Buffalo is at quarterback. And, you know, Cam Newton, what he was able to do with the Panthers and what Josh Allen's strengths are and, you know, and really physical attributes, I think those compare uh, really favorably. And, and, and so I think that's when, you know, you talk about the Carolina to Buffalo connection and, and pipeline, and it's not just Sean McDermott. It's, it's Brandon being the general manager. It's several players but to me, it boils down to those two things, the defensive system that they're running and then the quarterback that they're employing. And, and I feel like there's a lot of similarities between what Cam Newton is and what Josh Allen might be able to become. I'm so intrigued watching Josh Allen's progression because there were so many haters out there nationally just bagging on this pick, <laughs> bagging on his rookie year. Admittedly, he had yeah. a rocky start, but he's looked pretty good this preseason, 9 of 11 against uh, well against Carolina, against the Colts. What was he, uh, 6 of 11, 66 yards? Seems like he's having a, a pretty good second preseason. Yeah, you're yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, he, uh, you know, I think he was rushed into the lineup. Quite frankly, uh, Nathan Peterman, uh, who was named the starting quarterback last year for the Bills, uh, struggled mightily. As anybody who knows anything about Nathan, Nathan Peterman will be able to tell you, and they, they, the Bills basically had no choice. They had to play Josh Allen, and it didn't go well early in the season. Quite frankly, and then he suffers an injury. He. Uh, it's an elbow sprain. It keeps him out for about a month, but he comes back for the final five games of last year and really starts to put it together. And I think, you know, showed a lot in those final five games. He, he had the opportunity to learn, learn behind Derek Anderson, learn behind Matt Barkley. And I think that really benefited him. And he's been able to carry that over into this preseason, into this training camp. And, you know, you mentioned it there, you, you know, the last, last week against Carolina, I thought was his best performance and, and really showed a lot of positive signs. And I think people, you know, you know, we talk about Ed Oliver and uh, kind of capturing the imagination of Bills fans. Josh Allen has absolutely done that. I mean, people are, are on board with Josh Allen. We have to see, you know, if, if he can live up to it. But so far, so good in his second year. I think there's, uh, you know, reason to be legitimately excited about what he can do. We're talking to Jay Skursky inside Bills training camp. Jay covers the Bills for BuffaloNews.com. How are the weapons around Allen on offense? Well, they've improved them. I mean, you know, you look at bringing in a guy like Cole Beasley from from the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to be, I think, Josh Allen's favorite target working out of the slot. And then they bring in uh, a guy like John Brown uh, from the Baltimore Ravens. He's going to be kind of that deep threat option. You've still got LaShawn McCoy here. You've added to running back with Frank Gore a veteran who even at 35, 36 years old uh, this season has has shown that he's able to get it done. And then you draft a running back in the third round at Devin Singletary. And we've seen that, you know, you can find running backs in the third round. You know, you look at, at New Orleans, for example, with Elvin Kamara. And I'm not saying that Devin Singletary is going to be Elvin Kamara, but the point is, is that you can find players there. So they've, they've absolutely added around Josh Allen and I should mention they, you know, they've entirely rebuilt the offensive line. There's only one returning starter. That's Deion Dawkins at left tackle at offensive line. So they knew they needed to get better up front. They knew they needed to add weapons at wide receiver and at running back uh, at tight end. Uh, same thing. They've they've done that. So they, they've completely retooled this offense around Josh Allen. It was all in the plan all along, and this goes back to the day after the 2018 season ended, was, hey, we know we need to get better around Josh Allen. They've set out to try to do that. 
I'm glad you mentioned Frank Gore there because in my mind, he may be the most underrated running back in NFL history. I think he's a lock for a Hall of Fame. He played yeah. Miami last year and they kind of limited his snaps, but and you know this, Jay, on a per snap basis, he had maybe the best year he's had uh, this decade, certainly one of them. They think they can get more out of Frank Gore, who's approaching 15,000 yards rushing in his career. Yeah, I mean, well, there's no question. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and you're right. I mean, he, you know, he goes down to Miami. It's his hometown special for him to play there, and he's better than Kenyon Drake, their young running back out of Alabama, and basically takes the job and says, no, I'm going to be the starter here. And, I, I, you know, if Frank Gore was on the Bills last year, I think it would be really, really interesting to – would he have been able to unseat LaShawn McCoy? And that's kind of the situation that we're looking at right now. LaShawn McCoy is a guy that, you know, I think traditionally, you know, fantasy owners and people around the NFL know the name. But LaShawn McCoy, quite frankly, did not have a great a, a great year last year. Can Frank Gore come in and sort of wrestle some of those carries away from him? I think it's totally possible. He is on only a one-year contract, but I, I will say that, He's already made an impact in terms of the in terms of the leadership that he brings into the locker room, and I think it'll be really really interesting to see how they divvy up carries between Lashawn McCoy, Frank Gore, and as I mentioned, Devin Singletary, who was taken in the third round, and who's going to get some work for this offense. So finally, Vegas has the Bills' win total over under at six and a half. They won six games last year. The first six games on the Bills' schedule, only one playoff team involved there, I believe, and that's New England. Is is this a season maybe where the Bills could be one of those surprise teams in the NFL? Something would go really, really wrong if they're underneath uh, that win total. I mean, I I, pre- I picked them at 9-7 and seven when the schedule came out, and I've sort of stayed by that really up, up to this point. I, I think that this is a team that should be – I'm not – going to sit here and tell you tonight that they're a playoff team but I think that they should be in the running and and when I say that I mean deep into December to be a playoff type of a team so that means eight and eight nine and seven maybe if things go right ten and six that's where I have them in that range if they only win five or six games something has went terribly wrong for this team now I'm curious Jay is the fan base there just as passionate as it always has been even through this real tough run the last couple of decades Oh, God. oh, gosh, yes. I mean, yeah, Bill's Mafia is – and I think they might be more excited, uh, you know, this year and even last year going back to uh, when they drafted Josh Allen. But people are on board with Josh Allen. Bill's fans uh, are, are really, really excited about what he can do. And I, I do think, you know, obviously playing in the division with the New England Patriots and Tom Brady, you're always sort of, you know, competing for second place in that division. But I do think that people see the end of the Patriots sort of dominance uh, not that far down the road. And, you know, the expectation or the hope, at least, that Josh Allen can get the Bills into that position where they're competing for AFC East titles and divisional titles not so far down the road. We will keep an eye on it down here in New Orleans. J.J. Skursky, who covers the Bills for buffalonews.com. That's inside Bills training camp. Jay, appreciate the time tonight. Anytime. Thank you. All right. At Jay Skursky on Twitter. Give him a follow there. A little later this hour, we go uh, inside the 49ers training camp with Chris Biderman. That, that's <laughs> talk about an interesting camp in an interesting year. Jimmy Garoppolo's second year there. Kyle Shanahan's third year. John Lynch's third year. There's always a lot of expectations around 49ers football. They haven't dissipated. Very disappointing last year. See what happens. We'll go inside 49ers camp a little bit later this hour. But right now, back to some Saints talk, and we're going to open up the phone lines for you at 504-260-1870. That's, 
Again, 504-260-1870. You can shoot me a text at 87870 or tweet at me, at Seth Dunlap on Twitter. Logan's behind the glass, our studio producer. I'm Seth. This is The Last Lap on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.